Try as they may. Try as they might. Someone takes my call, they want to live through the night. I don't know, it's not the, per- <laughs> the perfect leprechaun voice, but... That wasn't bad. Come on, Latte, I can't do no Irish accent. You know, I went to Ireland a few years ago. I visited there. Oh, was it beautiful? Amazing. Didn't see any leprechauns, though. Well, I would hope not if they're all like this motherfucker. Thought me and him, go hang out. I can talk about bitcoins. He can talk about gold, so. Yeah, just don't try to drink them under the table. We've seen how people fail at that in the movies, so. Oh, my God. So if everyone has not guessed it by now, we are reviewing Leprechaun. I thought we were doing Chucky. What the hell? (laughs) God damn it. Okay, no, we're doing Leprechaun. You know why? Because we're just on, well, when we're recording this is basically the day after St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. So we felt like this was the right week to delve into that classic movie, Leprechaun. Oh, yeah, the, the first one. Oh, man. The original. I was really hoping we were going to watch Not Origins. I was hoping we were doing Leprechaun in the Hood. If we do it in the Hood, you know, we got to go, you know, we got to go back to the Hood. Yeah, no. And from there, we have to go to space. So that, that's, the, well, space comes before Hood. Well. Allegedly. So the one thing I don't un- seem to understand is all the Leprechaun movies all take place in a different setting. First one was a cabin. Second one's a small town. Third one's Las Vegas. Space and a hood. And for some reason, they decide not to go with a different setting with this next one, with the last one. That's some extreme differences from Las Vegas to the hood to space. Right. This and, guy really gets around his leprechaun. And to be honest with you, there were some delete, there were some scrapped ideas for sequels that would have been better. Leprechaun in the White House, Cheech and Chong versus the Leprechaun. Wait, Leprechaun in the White House? Yes, there was oh. legitimately a script for Leprechaun in the White House, was, but Was he running for president? No, apparently uh, the reason they scrapped it is it seemed way too much like Independence Day but with a leprechaun instead of aliens. I can see that. If they could have got Will Smith it would have been brilliant. <laughs> So, yeah, so <laughs> then they tried Cheech and Chong wait, versus wait. the Leprechaun. Who would have been his running mate, Chucky? Probably. Oh, my God. And then I think they even talked through ideas for a versus movie of, I think, Leprechaun versus Freddy, to be honest with you, because they both have certain powers they could have used to one-up each other. I think Leprechaun wins that one. Leprechaun does sleep. We see him. We literally see him sleep in the first movie. He sleeps for 10 damn years in this movie. <laughs> yes, he does. All right, anyways. Leprechaun won. Now... If you're wondering, we may or may not do the rest of the Leprechauns. We will have to find out. I don't see the series on the same level as, say, Children of the Corner. I've absolutely refused to watch any of the sequels or even um, the Hellraiser series where I refuse to go through the entire series. This is a little bit higher on the, the hierarchy, so maybe we'll get to the Leprechaun sequels. Especially uh, in space, because that, that, that was damn good, right? It's a damn good sci-fi horror movie, Leprechaun in space. At least uh, it was better than some of the other space ones like Hellraiser 4. But at the same time... It wasn't as good well, as Jason X, though. Well, that's debatable. Um, well, that's a fun movie, but anyways. But anyway, you, you already know if we get enough fans, we are going to have to, because they're going to request it. The Leprechaun series? All the series. No, nobody... No fan of ours is going to request Hellraiser Part 7, right? Or you Wrong Turn know. Part 15. Well, I, or hope ch- there's, I hope or, there's no 15. Or or The Grandchildren of the Corn. No, it's you not happening. You never know. The Great Great Grandchildren of the Corn. It's not happening. You never know. I know. We're going to disown our fan base if they ask us to read those movies, right? <laughs> but Leprechaun, maybe. Leprechaun, we, we could have fun with hey, those. Hey, look, I'm not going to lie. I have the Leprechaun box set. This was not a big stretch for me to watch this movie because I own the box set. I'm not going to lie. I own the whole Hellraiser box set myself. Well, you should just not... Actually, do I? No, I only have the first four. You should just not admit that in public, all right? I only have the first four. 
Well, that's three too many, I think. Maybe two too many. I don't know. I was about to say, two is a good one. Two is supposedly a good one. I haven't really checked it out. So. How dare you? Listen, go watch Tremor 7, all right? Relax. No, I will never watch that piece of this trash again. Aftershock, Afterburn, After Hours. Shrieker Island. Oh, God. And I will never watch that piece of dick again. I bet you that Nicolas Cage owns that island. No, Nicolas Cage is in Willy's Wonderland where he doesn't even have a single line in the damn movie. Oh, I gotta see that. And he literally boxes a damn robot chicken. Now, Leprechaun Part 1! Now, I guess we can't say Part 1. We can just say it's called Leprechaun. Yeah, because at the very least, what I will say about this series is when they try to reboot it, they don't call it by the same damn name. Each one has a different name to it. Oh, my God. I'm so tired of the movie having the same damn name. Right. How many Halloweens are we going to have? Probably four more. Oh, God. Oh, no. But anyway, so at the very least... And the least, new, new Candyman. It's called Candyman. But at the very least, with Leprechaun, the WWE reboot, it was called Origin. So at the very least, it's not going to get mixed up. With the, That movie doesn't exist to me. You know, it doesn't. I've removed it from the box set. It doesn't yeah, exist. Yeah, thank you. But because um, I almost bought the box set until I looked over and saw Origins. I was like, nope. I would still buy it if it had like Leprechaun Returns. Because even though I'm not a big fan of it, it's still a Leprechaun movie. Yeah, it is. It's not a creature feature calling this thing a leprechaun when it's a rabid damn naked dog leprechaun returns is not that bad it's okay i just wish that the actor would have gotten his own leprechaun instead of one that was already previously created in the first movie this is the only one where the leprechaun is a different leprechaun warwick davis who plays leprechaun is is pretty much damn near irreplaceable it's similar to i feel the same way that i feel about him as i feel as freddie where you can have a new Freddy, but it's not the same as Robert England. It's always going to be uphill battle. My only uh, argument to that is with the Leprechaun, because there was a lot of theories about Leprechaun, all the Leprechaun movies being different, and also, you know, you, you know, can't saying, just have... You're saying the Leprechaun being different in each movie. Yeah. Okay. You can't just have... And also, Leprechaun is a, is a species. It's not just one thing. So at the very least, if a different person comes to play him, he can throw his own spin and take on it, and no one's really going to be too upset. And if they're a species, they got to be an endangered species. There can't be too many Leprechauns running around the planet. Probably not, but that's, but that's why they every 1,000 years they have to find a bride. It makes more sense as a different Leprechaun, but it's more fun to think this is the same fucking Leprechaun each movie. Yeah, but then the continuity is so fucked. That's going to happen no matter what. <laughs> we got we to gotta throw that out the window. We, we can't have any expectation for continuity here. And within not even the next movie, they mess up his age? No, this makes less sense than the damn Halloween timeline, all right? None of this makes sense. So, it's not supposed to. 1993, Leprechaun. One year after I was born, I was one years old. No, I did not watch this movie when I was one. <laughs> I saw this on video. When it came out, the thing is when it came out, I'm not saying it was taken seriously, but... It came to theaters and people wanted to see it. I remember there being like a, they wanted to see this movie. Yeah, the trailers probably made it look extremely entertaining. You pretty much got a movie that I guarantee the trailer is showing a non-generic villain because no one's going to expect a, no one's going to take a little man seriously, but they're still going to want to see what they do with it, what they're going to bring to the table. It's not going to be a normal slasher like Jason or Michael. Yeah, but I got to say, so 1993, this is a time period where Slashers are pretty much dead at this point. Uh, this was past the point of the Freddy, Jason, Michael. At this time, 
Yeah, Jason Goes to Hell, Freddy's Dead Come and Gone, 93, 94, 95, that whole three-year period. Horror movies were making money. They weren't, like, uh, not until Scream came in 96 that it kind of rejuvenate the series, though, especially the slasher genre. Right. But slashers are pretty much dead at this time, so maybe this movie would have made more money if it came out in the 80s, because in 93, yeah, it was not, not a big hit, although... It still eventually became a cult classic. It had a budget of about $2 million, but it made $15 million just on video. Mm. So in video, video DVD sales, it did become a I pretty big I think in the yeah. original box office for theaters, it made, what, $8 million? Yep. Which so, is still, on a two million budget, you can see why they immediately went to a sequel. Oh yeah, it's the, it had some pull to it, and you had mm. some fans. Yeah, so, and and you know what? Also, I think the video part of it might be that it has Jennifer Aniston, that, and a, a year well, later she's on a hit show. Maybe that. Yeah, but at the same time, Jennifer, well, for video, yes, but when the theaters came, when it came out of the theaters, Jennifer Aniston was still unknown. No, I know, but that fifteen million on video—that's probably on the back of Friends fans going back and saying, "Hey, she's in a horror movie." It's certainly not on the Warwick Davis fans. <laughs> oh no, Warwick Davis fans did the theater. That's that's the, that's the eight million. Yeah, but the fifteen million is the Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> well, fifteen million—you know—you probably got all the people who saw it in theaters and liked it, bought the movie. So there's eight million back there. Then the other, the rest is Jennifer Aniston fans. Well, there's at least there's at least two hundred reserved for the fans of the the actor who plays Ozzy. So okay. let's let's give him two hundred at least. Let's okay. say eight million Warwick. 15 million Jennifer, but I mean, let's say 65 people went to see Ozzy. Okay. okay. So anyways. Allegedly. So anyways, um, I have to say this though. I saw it a long time ago. I've seen the sequels millions of times. This first one, for whatever reason, I've seen it maybe like three times. So when I watched it, I was like, it was, it was a fresh viewing because I hadn't seen it in a long time. It felt like I was watching it for the first time. So my first memory with the character was part two. And part two eventually had me pulled into wanting to see more of this character and by the time i watched that thing there was a total of four movies already out i could be wrong but i actually think the sequels came on tv more too well yeah part two came on tv a lot oh yeah and that's where and part two is where i saw it and then i rented part one at the video store Mm, okay i remember seeing the sequels a lot the first one didn't seem to come on tv much so watching it, uh, you know, this week was pretty, uh, pretty interesting. I, I didn't remember much about it, but I was thinking that it was going to be not a good movie just based on reviews of it. It actually has a, a 4.8 on IMDb. Really? Honestly. Yeah. Huh. Um, now, okay, one question. Did you know of Warwick Davis before this movie? No, I did not. Okay. To be honest, I didn't even know, I just didn't even know the actor that played the leprechaun because when you're younger you're not paying attention to the person that's playing these characters. You just wanted to be entertained. It wasn't until I think I was 15 when I actually first heard his name. Well, a lot of it's the internet. Yeah. When you were younger, you didn't have the rampant internet, which gives you all the behind-the-scenes information at your fingertips. You had to actually watch the movie and be like, oh, look at the credits, and be like, hey, Warwick Davis. Mm. Same thing. I... Only the internet started putting like actors' names and characters and behind the scenes. Yeah, actors to faces, especially with a character like Leprechaun, who's so heavily makeuped that you can't tell the actor behind the makeup. In fact, that's where some actors actually draw the line. I mean, think about it this way: Robert England almost did not become Freddy because he did not want he wanted to be seen. He did not want to be behind so much makeup. When you play a character like that, or Leprechaun, you're going to become synonymous with the character. Mm-hmm. People forget that Warwick Davis was in the movie Willow, which a lot of people like. I haven't seen it, but it has a lot of fans. He was in Return of the Jedi. As one of the E-Weeks. To a point that to do this movie, he had to get permission from George Lucas. George Lucas, he was under contract with George Lucas, and George Lucas had to sign off on it. So the creator of Star Wars made Leprechaun possible. Right. Crazy enough, so... And, and I'm honestly happy he did. Now, Jennifer Aniston's casting, I think this is her first really big movie. You know, first I say, really big movie. She even described it as being pretty much her breakout movie. 
Yeah, but she ran away from it for a long time. In the 90s, 2000s, early on, she was able to kind of disown it. But with the internet and this being a cult classic now, she has to kind of own up to it. But what I read was that Warwick Davis had beef with her for disowning it. Right. And he was, mad, he was mad at her for ignoring it. So that's what you read. What I read was she's just... Uh, She's more of ashamed of her own acting than she was the movie itself. Well, she should be after watching the movie. No, I'm, actually, I'm doing it. She just pretty much says that all, a lot of her earlier scenes, a lot of actors actually don't watch their own stuff because they then go into their heads of, I could have done this better, or I can't believe I did that. That's just so cringy. And I just. A lot of actors do not watch their own movies. It's actually very interesting. I would say with her, she is actually playing her character from Friends. <laughs> she is basically racial from Friends. We see her initially in the movie as basically a rich, kind of stuck-up valley girl, ditzy girl. One mistake I feel like with the movie is that the opening shot is of the leprechaun. It oh, opens yeah. with the leprechaun walking down the stairs and counting his gold. And then giving us pretty much the... Uh, one thing I, have, uh, I think I've said before is... Some movies actually don't purposely don't give out the stakes right away or they give the stakes too early. This one is giving the stakes way too early because we know we're going to be in for a horror movie, but right away we know that the villain is a leprechaun and not just. Well, the movie's called Leprechaun, so we know that. That doesn't mean that the villain (laughs) is a leprechaun. It could be we're following a whole group of leprechauns and the villain's like, I don't know, Dr. Evil. Right, okay. <laughs> still, sure. A- My, the thing is, no, what I'm saying is that, to your point, the, the stakes aside, it's like you're showing the monster too early. I mean, yeah. You if, see- if he is our monster, you're showing him too early. Yeah, and you're showing him in a, yes, you may be showing him in a darker light so you don't see him, but you also, you already see the stature. And I'm sorry, most people aren't going to be that intimidated to a small thing until it does something to be astounded at. It was just a weird place in the scene because the way he's going to actually come out in the, in the scene after this, he actually comes out kind of like in a jump scare fashion. Oh, yeah. So if you were going to do that, why not build up to that and have, him, have that be his, the first picture of him versus we've already seen him in this goofy scene with him walking down the stairs and counting his gold. Right. So anyways, we get to basically this house, and this is going to be 10 years in the past where this Irish dude comes home and is telling his wife that he's captured the leprechaun, he has his gold, and they're rich now. We already know this is going to turn out bad. Oh, yeah. You should never take a leprechaun's gold. And it turns out so bad that the first kill is Mrs. O'Grady, or the wife. I feel like the husband didn't properly alert her. Didn't properly do anything. He basically tells her about it, and then he goes off to bury the gold, I guess. So She's a sitting duck. You leave her in the house by herself. So I guess what we slightly find out is he originally didn't actually capture the leprechaun because he even asked in a later scene how did you get here so it makes me wonder if did he legitimately capture the leprechaun and you know he's just surprised that it's running around or did he not capture it just got the gold released it kept it in ireland and then came home he only got the gold because he somehow captured the leprechaun but how, how else do you get the gold well yeah the only thing i guess i'm still confused about is when he because he still says how did you get here it happened in ireland right and now they come so through. it does is it possible he thought he left the leprechaun in ireland he did so then a leprechaun somehow teleported still captured in that briefcase to the o'grady farm the leprechaun was in the briefcase the whole time wasn't he <laughs> yeah i don't that's the thing we should have seen some more stuff from ireland about what happened right because we know he's happy he's carefree so he thinks the leprechaun's not a problem anymore he tells his wife we got the gold 
we got the money. He doesn't alert his wife to like the seriousness of anything. So his wife is like making tea and not thinking about it. And the damn leprechaun's in the briefcase just chilling. Which makes, which still begs the question. Oh, granted, he's drunk, so I guess that doesn't beg the question too much if about why he didn't alert the wife. Because granted, if I had still had the leprechaun with me, the first thing I'm going to do is be like, sweetheart, whatever you do, don't open that. Or get rid of it. You know, leave it in Ireland. You didn't need to bring the leprechaun with you. The thing that annoys me is that it's shown pretty clear that he knows that the cloverleaf is the leprechaun's weakness. Because immediately he goes to the, the cloverleaf eventually. Right. So whatever you did to capture him, whatever it was, or whatever you left him as, leave him in a position where the cloverleaf is like on the briefcase or like blocking him from getting out. That's what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. So not enough is explained for us to know what happened in Ireland or where the leprechaun's at now. It's very poorly done. Oh, yeah. We have to assume a lot. What we know is Leprechaun comes out of the briefcase and the damn old woman falls on the stairs and breaks her neck. Right. You'd think it would actually be interesting had we just gotten a uh, movie of O'Grady trying to capture the Leprechaun in Ireland. Just leave it at that and have the Leprechaun killing people as O'Grady's trying to capture him. Yes. That probably would have made a better movie. I thought that him and his wife and the setup of that was actually a more interesting storyline than what we end up getting. Right. Because you just, you start right in the action. You start with, he already captured the leprechaun. He's got the gold. The leprechaun's back. Now just have him chase him around town or have some other characters come in the mix. But it's almost like a Jason Lives type beginning where it's like you're right thrown in the action. The movie starts off right in the middle of the action and then it kind of slows down. Yeah, if you follow this character, especially if you're going to have him in a lame way, the leprechaun doesn't kill him. He actually beats the leprechaun, puts him in the cradle, captures him again, but then has a random stroke. Right, which, to be honest, if you're not so watching he, this... he feels like a form- formable opponent for the leprechaun. Which, if you don't watch the whole movie, to be honest, you'd think he just had a heart attack and died. Maybe he should have, versus what they later did with him, so... Right. It's, it's a them, waste. Let them find out themselves somehow about the four-leaf clover. It feels like, based on... We see he already captured leprechaun one time, and he, he basically outduels him again. It's like, okay... This should be the hero, even though he's a drunk, greedy son of a bitch, apparently. But, right, but he, that could have been a character development for him. Yeah, and especially, like, his wife getting killed kind of awakened him into the seriousness of Leprechaun. So I like, so the opening is good, basically. Ten years later. So the, lepre- the Leprechaun, mind you, is locked in a cradle in the basement. Yes. So ten years go by, and nobody has cleaned out this damn basement, or no realtors come by. The basement is just completely the same. So here's the real question. Because they even mention, you know, the characters eventually mention that O'Grady does live from what happened. But they also mention that O'Grady was a crazy old man. So did he actually continue living in this farm after what happened and just let it go? Because granted, when they see it, it's been downgraded, but not by 10 years. This whole time O'Grady was alive, he didn't send out a warning that a damn leprechaun's in the cradle in the basement? That or did he they think that was, was important information? Well, he did try to tell them. He even mentioned it, but everyone thought he was crazy. Okay, granted, it was well, the, granted, it was the legitimate leprechaun telling him in that scene, but still. Yeah, I don't know. That's <laughs> right. And the story works better if he's dead at that point, because then it's like, okay, I can see why nothing happened in the house, no warning. Him still being alive is later revealed. It's like, well, how the hell did this house go 10 years, and it's just the leprechaun's chilling in the basement? And he literally was sleeping. Um, but let's talk about our cast of characters that we meet. So we meet. Freddy could have gotten him in those 10 years. That's true. <laughs> he chose not to, though. Yeah. Because the leprechaun's a badass. So. No, because he, he re- game recognizes game. 
<laughs> if anything, Freddie'd be like, "Yo, that'd be like a good protege." <laughs> like he'd want to like treat him like a. No, he just goes up to Leprechaun's like, "Hey, you take apprentice. care of the living, I'll take care of the sleeping." Yeah, together they cannot be stopped. So Jennifer Aniston comes to the house now because her father has bought it ten years later, and of course he got a sweet deal as as you would because. Motherfuckers died in this house, so yep. have strokes. And he then hires a group of locals to paint the house. We have some little kid. Alex. And then his friend. Ozzy. And his older brother. Nathan. Damn, that's pretty good. You didn't know any of the characters from Return of the Dead, but you know these useless characters? What the hell? I've seen this movie more. Nathan, that's a damn shame. So. <laughs> okay. Yes, we have a painting crew who one of them... Um, Nathan, the older one, yes, runs into Jennifer Aniston and she immediately tries to pay him off. Yeah, because she knocked over his paint thinner. You know how much, how expensive that shit is? She offered him twenty dollars. Okay, it's not that expensive. Yeah, well, it depends and, on and how then, big the bottle. And then when he said no to that, she gave, she pulled out a fifty. And the dummy's like, "I don't want your money. A simply, a simple sorry would." No, a sorry and the fifty dollar bill. No, what are you doing, Nathan? No, what he Bad really businessman. No, he must be a business owner. What he really wanted was her. No. Yes. The he, whole movie, she's coming on to him, not the other way around. Oh, no. He wanted her. He wants that damn paint. He's just it. more smooth about it. You can still get her and still get the $50. But why? But then, oh, it, looks but, like, then it looks more like a whore. No, the money to replace his paint. <laughs> How is he supposed to paint the paint house? thinner. She knocked it out. No, wait, wait, wait. Okay, one thing. <laughs> Their relationship, a little unrealistically, like within 10 minutes of the movie, she's like in home improvement clothes helping paint and shit. Oh. How did like the real she, joins, un- she joins her group she joins her business like that quick well to be honest is she getting some of the money that's not as unrealistic as it really feels like she's pretty much becoming the mother and Nathan's being the father of Ozzy and Alex because she starts scolding Ozzy and Alex just like Nathan later on in the movie well Ozzy is nine years old basically so that's that makes besides sense. the point she she then just literally it seems like these two are already together and that's kind of that, that might be explained why the father actually just disappears <laughs> from the movie I thought the father who by the way was um this is a very obscure reference but he was Zach Morris's father in Saved by the Bell very obscure uh, but you know I mean, hey, so well here, here's the real thing is one thing they do with this character is pretty much show how she would not be able to cope living in this kind of town multiple times they show this she's very uppity uppity uh she doesn't eat meat but you find out real early that this town loves its meat is she supposed to be likable she's our our heroine to be completely fair she gets a little bit more likable as the time goes on but she gets tougher as her fighter flight instinct takes over and leprechaun's chasing mm-hmm. her but I don't know be, if she gets more likable, though. I think when this all ends, she's probably going back to being a an uppity, won't pay for the paint that you spilled woman. Well, right? that depends on uh, if you decide to take Leprechaun Returns into consideration. That is not canon. <laughs> Here, here's a real character arc. I'm surprised this clover still has power after 10 years. It has been blackened. It is dead. How does this clover still have power over the Leprechaun at this point? Especially since the person who put the clover there is no longer there. So the so if you try to say it's the, be, the will of belief, that belief can't be there with the character not there no more. Well, not even Ozzy said it, but the damn, uh, but damn O'Grady says it later on. Look, that was not O'Grady. That is some crazy version of somebody who's not O'Grady, right? <laughs> That's not the same guy. Oh, well, he's just stating O'Grady's dead now. He's dead to me, all right? <laughs> O'Grady's not canon to me. He died in that stroke in the beginning. Ozzy... Well, let's Leprechaun out. Yes. By accident, be fair. By accident? Yeah. He didn't know the Leprechaun was in there. 
He heard like somebody singing in the basement. Oh yeah, that's right. He heard the little girl. Well, he thought there was a little girl stuck in there. Investigates that. He's never seen any more movies. Exactly. Look at he's. He's too busy following magic rainbows. Well, yeah, and he finds a pot of gold at the or a bag of gold at the end of that rainbow. Excuse me very much, sir. How much you enjoy this movie may may completely be based on. Do you like Ozzy or not? (laughs) I'm going to be honest. So far, I don't like Ozzy. He's more annoying to me than than helpful. Well, that's because he has a mental disease, sir. Whatever is wrong with his brain, because they try to give us... Wait a minute. Hold on. You're buying that because when they find the damn gold, the little kid's like, uh, oh... You can get brain surgery. I, 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 I guess he's talking about brain surgery? Yeah, they said they were going to fix his brain. But here's going to be a central underlying issue later on in the movie. Ozzy swallows a coin. He'll eat anything. Okay, here's a better one. You, you mentioned how the dad disappears. Dad's back. Aww. To then get bitten on the hand and be sent off out of the movie the rest of the time. It's like the the creators of this movie did not know what to do with the dad except for bring Jennifer Aniston into this movie. That is it. Well, I'll I'll do you you one further. The movie is kind of scared to kill off any of the major characters. Oh, yeah. All the major characters survived. The dad should have at least died. Like, it's a slasher movie, but what we'll see as we move along is that we're getting a lot of... um, Side characters. Side characters, the ones getting killed. Hell, not even side characters, just useless characters. Yeah, Because even side characters have some use to them. They're doing the thing that I hate, which is... Introduce. introduce the character to die in the same scene or the next like scene. this next kill probably the most iconic kill in the whole movie the pogo stick kill oh yeah well so this is the guy who they they take the coin to the guy to get the value of it and he's like i'll keep it overnight he did anyway um, this old man he played one i just want to go back to ozzy following the match rainbow for a second <laughs> that whole scene is excruciating to me how is it excruciating because he's already seen the leprechaun and now he's, his mind's going all over the place, and he's like, let me go follow the magic rainbow. There's a pot of gold at the rainbow. Well, how else are we going to get the plot moving? By the way, the pot of gold just appears in the, the car. Yeah, that, that part's I just thought, completely random. I thought the old man O'Grady had hidden the coin somewhere special. Well, the thing is, to me, it's not even... If he hid it there, why did it, I guess, disappear at some point just to magically reappear? The movie in the first 20 minutes or so, I think, is borderline still horror. My first hint of comedy is when the leprechaun's on the bike. Oh, yeah. And on the little bike is my first, like, laugh-out-loud moment. So I'm laughing my ass off when he's on the bike. To, to be real with you, this whole movie, they definitely went more horror than comedy. Even though you could definitely tell by this, the, the villain, it really should have just been a horror comedy. So um, the director wanted to be straight horror, and Warwick Davis had to convince him to go more comedic. And that would show, obviously, more in the sequels when it went full-blown comedy. But this one's still teetering on the edge of we don't really know what we have yet with the series. We really don't know what we have with Leprechaun. Let's try to be scary, but we still have those comedic moments that are pretty over the top. Like the cop pulling him over? Again, laugh my ass off. <laughs> There's so much going on here. First of all, the fact that he's driving that car, the fact that the cop's like, oh, gotta, gotta pull him over. And the fact that Leprechaun actually pulls over, like he's, re- <laughs> like he's respecting the law. He pulls over, like, perfect uh, procedurally. To be honest, I was, I was half expecting Leprechaun to look at him and go, everything wrong, officer? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. So the, so the cop tries to give him a ticket, I guess, and the Leprechaun kills him. <laughs> so Yeah, Leprechaun does not like tickets. That's how he pays his tickets. He tries to rip your face off. Apparently, it doesn't work. So he chases in the woods in what becomes a, hide and seek a, a game. horribly long, drawn-out 
five minute sequence just to kill this cop who has no purpose in the movie. Which also, by the way, has to be one of the most boring kills in the whole movie because all he does is drop on him and then snaps his neck. It was kind of a lazy kill. Yeah, I'm like... With that much buildup, I think it's more effective if he just smashed his face. The first and time. also, here's one thing. Why in the world is the cop not, throughout those whole chance, you see the gun bouncing. Why does the cop not try to use the gun that's on his hip? He lost all common sense. I see that. And also, why didn't the leprechaun just take the nightstick and shove it in his face? That would have made for a, more, a better kill. We've seen it multiple times, but at least a little bit of gore, not just he jumps on his bag. Cop could have just thrown him over, but the leprechaun's just like, crack. Well, it's interesting, too, but again, with the side characters, leprechaun viciously kills them. But when he encounters our main characters, again, he's a goofy ass. He can't do anything right. Let's talk about this, uh, him uh, taking Nathan, Nathan getting trapped in the bear trap. Right, you'd think that would be an easy kill for the leprechaun at this point. You know what he does when all the characters come out and he runs back to Nathan? He keeps trying to bite his leg. <laughs> and instead of killing him, he comes back to bite his leg and I'm laughing my ass off. Like his funny. legs are in the bear trap. Why are you trying to bite him? It's like he's a damn dog at this point. And he gets his ass beat in this scene. <laughs> and Ozzy gives the worst phone call to cops ever. He says... <laughs> Help. The, Send the, send they're, the take, they're taking over. The leprechaun is taking over. Help, help. We need we need the army. We need backup. We need the cops. We need everybody. The leprechauns are on the loose. And the cops, of course, are just like, that damn Ozzy again. What was it last week? Was it aliens last week? Yeah, I think it was sharks. Because he made the police call. We're never going to get the police showing up to, to help her. Yeah, but... Oh, by the way, Nathan, the dummy with the shotgun. After the bear trap, the leprechaun goes and hides in the bushes. Nathan proceeds to use all his damn bullets from the shotgun, shooting nothing. He's shooting damn leaves. The leprechaun's clearly not there, but uses all his shotgun so, shots. So, I think these characters also used a uh, cheat code for this movie for unlimited ammo. Because have you, at any point in time in this movie... He uses six shots in the bushes and like three or four more throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Do you really think that gun can hold 10 rounds? Hell no. Plus 10, because I think they used it more than 10 times. And have we ever seen them reload this damn thing? So they must have used a cheat code for this movie. Now, what about when the Leprechaun comes comes out of the um, the barn with his, like, super killer car? Oh, yeah. He, like, how, how long did it take for him to put that shit together? And not only that, but he when he rams the truck, he makes the truck flip. It flips, like, five times. I'm just like, damn, why did it not explode? And he's like, ring around the rosy. Which makes no damn sense. When did he make that car? That came out like a damn twisted metal car or some shit. Uh, he, pro he probably just uses magic that he so very conveniently forgets he has when he encounters these characters. Okay. Question. They give the leprechaun back his gold. He's counting the gold. It's missing a coin, though. Yep. Here's the underlying problem. Ozzy swallowed the 100th coin. Oz Ozzy's pretty much a dead man. But my question is, if the leprechaun had his gold fully, at that point, does he leave them alone? He would have because he would have no reason to kill them. This, ver this leprechaun... All, like Just like all the other leprechauns, you don't mess with him. He doesn't mess with you. If you if he has all of his gold, why does he care about you? And basically, he's not a bad guy. Pretty much. He's, he's, there to, he's there to count his gold, have fun. But if you cross him or take his gold, then he has a problem with you. Exactly. Of course, Ozzy had to swallow the gold coin, and now they're in still some shit. How about this? We uh, now find out that, you know, Leprechaun is pissed because and now is attacking the characters again. For one, until the attack is over they don't even know that Ozzy's even swallowed the coin yeah no one does they think that the leprechaun is gonna leave them alone because they think that he's gotten his gold until the leprechaun starts attacking and then that's 
then they're thinking, okay, the leprechaun's just doing this for fun now. And then Ozzy really hey, lets everyone know. To be fair, the leprechaun, he's having fun. Maybe he's forced into it, but he does like, he's, he's enjoying himself. Oh, yeah. But now Ozzy lets them in on the their little secret. So they decide to go meet up with Dan O'Bra- O'Grady, who's supposed to be dead, but isn't. Who should be dead. This movie works better if there is no... Dan, I'm going to call him Dan O'Brady. Well, because I felt like, damn, why is he still alive? Well, here you go. Kill number four. We find Dan O'Brady or O'Grady. I don't know why what, we keep saying Brady. Yeah, what the hell's his name? <laughs> O'Grady. All right. Well, so we he's, find he's about to be Odetto. Yeah, because he's inside the elevator shaft. He breaks through the top of the elevator, scratched up all to hell, but has enough life to let him know the four leaf clover is how you kill it. I mean, that bit of wisdom anybody would know. That's like a damn leprechaun stereotype, four-leaf clover. Exactly. Four-leaf clover has something. It could either power it up. It could kill him, apparently, in this lore. It depends on, obviously, which lore you're looking at. A simple Bing search would have given this. Okay, I understand. It's not I was about to say, they don't have Bing, Bing, sir. All right, all right. But they got encyclopedias, all right? <clears throat> well, this is a small town. Do you really think there's a library here? Yeah, even the small towns have local libraries. They're like me. Do you think they read? They have an appraisal place where the guy's able to see how much the coin is worth. <laughs> I mean, they got a hospital. Well, so now we get to the, uh, you know, them wasting their time in the clover field. And we get Jennifer Aniston basically taking charge. Yeah. This character I'm talking about, she's actually a little bit more in control now. She's well, she has to be because the only other person that could be in charge, Nathan, is OOC at this point because of his leg, even though he runs perfectly well on it. Adrenaline. <laughs> when adrenaline kicks in, you just you don't think about it. So right. So we get the fi- finale of it, where the leprechaun is now slashing at Ozzy with a boot buckle. You know, an argument can be made that Ozzy deserves to die. <laughs> <laughs> like he's really the cause of all this. If the leprechaun took him out, yeah, I'd be like, well, okay, I kind of feel bad. But at but the same really. time, he, he deserves it. At the same time, now the leprechaun's probably just so fed up with these characters, he's going to kill them no matter what. Now. Oh yeah. Now you've. You've, uh, you've basically wasted his whole day. Exactly. So now he's just going to kill you all. So now they have to get rid of him. So Alex takes his slingshot. Oh, God. And shoots the four-leaf clover into Leprechaun. What is Alex's most famous line in this whole movie? F you, Lucky Charms. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> you couldn't now, even say that with a straight face. Now, do you know the, uh, the alternate meaning behind that? I got a funny story for you. So. Okay. So, um... General Mill is the company that makes the cereal Lucky Charm. And the producers approached them before the movie and said, can we use Lucky Charm cereal in the movie? You remember um, the scene where the leprechaun's eating the cereal? Yeah, and he's and like, ooh, daddy. <laughs> remember, the cereal guy was Lucky something, but it wasn't Lucky Charms. Right, Lucky Clover. So originally, that was going to be Lucky Charm cereal. General Mills agreed to use the name in it, but when they watched the finished film, they said, oh, hell no. <laughs> You're not using Lucky Charms in this shitty movie. So they took back the thing. So at the end, they changed the last line from what it was originally was to "F you, Lucky Charms." And there's a, there's a double meaning behind it. It's it's because they wouldn't let them use the zero in the movie. So. <laughs> but so he shoots the four leaf clover into the leprechaun's mouth. Leprechaun melts and falls on the well. Okay, cool. Well, just like every horror movie trope, you need that one last scare. Yes. I want back me gold nobody was scared when they heard that not a, no, si- not a single soul was scared no instead Nathan you know who should be limping practically runs over to Leprechaun fucking hits him in the head with the butt of the shotgun pours gas down there and then the well explodes yes um yeah, well, uh, people should know this. Uh, gas does not explode. Gas just gets set on fire. It would sure. flame up really quickly because it has a low bo- low uh, ignite point or boil point. 
but it wouldn't explode. But this is Leprechaun, so all logic out the window. By the that, way, that's probably where their entire budget went to, to be honest with you. One funny thing I want to mention is Leprechaun calling her on the phone. Do you remember the scene where Leprechaun disappears? And they I call swear the they got Hilarious. that from, they, they definitely ripped that from Nightmare on Elm Street. Spe- yeah, because the instead head, of the tongue, it was the a hand. The hand comes out the phone, yeah. Leprechaun, I mean, you, know, listen, you have to pay homage to your, your big brother, Freddy. So oh, yeah. Clearly, this whole movie is an homage to Freddy Krueger. <laughs> um, I wonder if they approached the end of the cast for the sequel. I don't think they ever thought to really bring back these characters. No, because they went to a diff- different setting completely. And and by the time Jennifer Aniston was too big to really probably come back for the sequel. No. Which is literally um, one year later. <laughs> so another thing I found out about the Leprechaun Returns is Jennifer Aniston herself did say, I would not, not come back for this movie, but they didn't even ask me. Ooh. Because you know how in Leprechaun Returns they actually used a uh, voice actress to try and imitate the voice. Yes. Interesting. You know, I think that she's far far enough removed from Friends where she might have done like a fun cameo now. Well, to be honest with you, again, she even said herself she would have said no. But what I think it is the reason they didn't go and ask her is because it was still a sci-fi original movie. It's ah. a cheap movie, no, not enough budget for a character, for an actress like Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, she wasn't going to do straight to sci-fi. Oh, yeah. So If it came to theaters, maybe. So, again, she herself even said, I'm not, I would not do another Leprechaun movie. But she's, I'm actually insulted they didn't even come and ask. She's just saying stuff to make everybody happy. She's make, trying to make, trying to please the Leprechaun fans, but then still, like, I don't... Kind of diss the movie. Um, but Leprechaun Returns brought back the same Leprechaun? Yeah, same Leprechaun from the... Character-wise, same Leprechaun from this movie, but different actor. So, this actor had to try and imitate what Warwick Davis did in this movie, which to did me you was find, a fail. I was going to say, did you feel they actually, did it feel like the same Leprechaun? No. Okay. It, to me, it felt it felt like a fail. The only thing that felt like the same Leprechaun is the fact that he knew that this character was the daughter of Jennifer Aniston's character. Ah, okay. Which, again, is, this is never... And, a, and we got an Aussie appearance. Yes. But the thing is, they could have still used a Leprechaun, a different actor to play the Leprechaun, had they just continued with the theory that Leprechaun's a different person, different Leprechaun each time. Yes. And this character, this guy could have done his own thing, and it probably would have been ten times better. But if they want to rebuy the characters from part one, from part could, one, they, could you have done that with a, with, a, with a new Leprechaun? Probably. They no. can only deal with the, the, the one Leprechaun problem. Yeah, Warwick Davis. To me, they should have just waited till his kids turned eighteen, and, and then, then went back to the hood a third time. <laughs> no. Or let's do a sequel, Leprechaun Space. Maybe Leprechaun they got better. They could get a better budget with this time. Leprechaun in Atlantic City. Leprechaun takes Manhattan. No, I don't know. Um, better than not Manhattan. All right, let's get to overall thoughts. For me, overall thoughts is characters. They are meh. You got some good moments. You got some bad moments. Definitely more bad moments than good moments. You got some missed opportunities. You got some weird opportunities that they took and failed. You get a ki- you get a kill that is iconic for this movie, but it is still so toned down that it just felt out of place for the movie. You get a lot. You get a decent amount of comedy halfway through. That can be funny if you're into that sort of mood, but this is definitely not the movie you want to you want when wanting to watch a serious horror. So, to be honest with you, out of nostalgic reasons, because I do still get enjoyment out of this movie, even if it's just pure nostalgia, I'm giving this movie a 2 out of 5. Wow. Yeah, and most movies that I do nostalgia on is usually a 2, but... My overall thoughts, what I'll say is that I had low expectations for this movie, and that served me well. 
I didn't know what to expect, but I felt like maybe this time it'd be at least better than what my brain remembered. Didn't remember anything though. It was, I felt like a fresh movie. So it's a Leprechaun movie. You have to have low expectations. You have to not really think there's going to be a great plot, great characters, great filmography, great anything. It's going to be fun, entertaining. And that's what I got. So I have no, no real complaints. Um, I do prefer the sequels. So I would recommend watch the sequels for just reasons of being a completist. Go ahead and watch this one too. But it's not the best of the series, not the worst of the series. I'm going to give it two stars. Warwick Davis is hilarious. If I can just, if, if you could find a YouTube video just having his scenes in it, just having his scenes, I would just watch that. Like 10 minutes of like all the Leprechaun himself scenes in the movie. Just watch that. That's all you need. I hope he's in it more than 10 minutes. I think it's probably about 10 minutes. God damn it. <laughs> Well, no, that damn cop scene was 10 minutes by itself. So. No, I was about to say. All right, watch a 20-minute video of everything with him clipped together. Makes more sense. You'll have some fun. And just skip the scene where they get back to damn O'Grady because I didn't like what they did with the character after that. He should have been either the main character or just die at the beginning. You disrespected the whole character from bringing him back. and Just to tell him, use a four-leaf clover. Which is the most simple and basic thing they already knew, essentially. Yeah. That's why he left on the damn, the damn thing in the first place, so... All right, anyways, happy St. Patrick's Day. If you hear little girls calling voices and singing show tunes from the basement, do not go investigate. Or cats meowing. Do not stick your hand in dirt, dark, dirty hole. And don't hang out with people named Ozzy. Can't, yeah, can't, yeah, can't trust them. Yeah, I mean, look, seriously, look at Ozzy Osbourne's wife. And look, look how old she looks. And if you spill someone's paint, well, if someone spills your paint, then take their money. Replace the paint and keep the $7. And remember, if a leprechaun is haunting you for his gold, don't swallow the gold. Don't do it. Again, don't hang out with Ozzy. Don't follow Rainbow. Just, just give him his gold. It's not Your life is not worth any amount of money that gold would give you. Give him the gold. If you ask for Bitcoins, give him the Bitcoins. Okay, don't give him the Bitcoin. No, he'll keep the Bitcoins because they're going to be... Because that's not gold. Money. He's not going to give a shit about that. He wouldn't know what to do that anyways. He doesn't know anything about cryptocurrency. Exactly. All right, folks. Y'all... By the way, our website, Let's Watch a B-Movie. Check yes, it out. Yes, watch, Let's Watch a B-Movie. Dot com. Uh, don't listen to Vic. He keeps saying I'll email y'all. I probably won't. Join our email subscriber list. One of us will email you. And also you'll get updates on the show, bonus content, leave some reviews. We're going to be coming to you every week from now on. Hopefully. It's up to Nick to show up every week. So It's, it's bad than my job. I feel like I ought to be Indiana Jones and track him down the safari just to <laughs> get him to do this podcast. So. You don't have to track me down a safari. Just go to the closest solar field and you'll find me. On that note, folks, have a good evening. Take care.